Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. It's definitely like a women empowerment era right now. That's that's kind of you know, what it's all about. So I'm excited to to see some of that change come to fruition. And the way that we do that is we just we just keep on going and we keep getting louder and louder. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. My name is Brian Nickerson. Welcome to Women in Tech. Uh, I'm guest hosting for Esprit Devora, and today I'm super excited to have Jamila Jackson on the show. Welcome. Thank you, Brian. Super excited to be here. So tell us, uh, Jamila, Startup Grind Hollywood, your director over there, tell us a little bit about uh, what, what you do there and what, like, Maybe even just start, like what's Startup Grind for folks who don't know? Startup Grind is a global organization that is in partnership with Google and Google for Entrepreneurs, actually. And what it is, it's a community and it's an ongoing monthly event series where we connect, educate and inspire entrepreneurs through, uh, you know, through community, through content, through these ongoing events where we feature successful entrepreneurs, uh, VCs startups, uh, just anyone who is, you know, really leading and has something that they, they want to share and give back to the entrepreneurs in the ecosystem. And they give information. It can be on any, you know, any topic, anything from how to get a, co- a co-founder and investment tips. Um, they just share their journeys also. And hopefully it helps and inspires. Amazing. Entrepreneurs that are there. So, so we, and we were talking before the show, normally you're the interviewer. Yes. Right. <laughs> and Today so, I'm the interviewee. You're the interviewee. <laughs> <laughs> Turning the tables it a little feels bit. A little different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, and and so this format, a lot of times it's kind of fireside chat. Yes, we have a few different types of event that we do, but the signature event um, of Startup Grind really is the fireside chat where we just sit down and dig in and pick these people's brains and, you know, get all the knowledge that they want to give and that they want to share to the community of entrepreneurs. And like I was saying, we have over, I'm not sure if I mentioned that we have 300 chapters, uh, you know, worldwide. Mm. It's a it's really uh, an amazing uh, experience. We have over 300 chapters in about 100, over 160 something countries. So Hollywood is my chapter uh, here in beautiful Los Angeles, California. And it's Hollywood in the sense of the city and also proverbial Hollywood because my mm-hmm. chapter sort of has an entertainment, bit of an entertainment tilt. Mm. Um, and we have a soft spot for digital media and entertainment tech. Uh, entertainment, lifestyle tech, um, a lot of that. And the reason why 
it kind of has that tone is because I just noticed a lot of the merging going on, you know, within entertainment and tech, of course, with, you know, when you have Netflix and, and companies that come along and just completely shift culture. I think it's it's very important within tech to kind of, you know, specify uh, about digital media, entertainment tech kind of having its own space, because when you say tech. You know, yeah. that's a very broad term. That right. could be a UX designer. That could be, you know, uh, pretty much it could be software. It could be anything. So, so yeah, that's um, that's pretty much what uh, what Startup Grind Hollywood represents and, you know, what kind of what our mission is. Amazing. So what uh, what are some freak, like recent guests, I guess, that you've uh, that you've had a chance to interview? Uh, any any standouts in the last like five or six months? Um, yeah, there would probably be some standouts for people in all different, you know, cultures. Uh, the first guest that we actually had, and we're on our fourth event, about to have our fifth event, by the way. So the first guest that we had was Sarah Pinna, and she was awesome. She is the co-founder of uh, Big Frame, which is in, mm, you know, digital media yeah. and with influencers and co-founder of, actually founder of Awestruck on Awesomeness TV. And she, I just thought her story was so amazing because she had, was already selling like her second company before she turned 32. <laughs> and, um, you know, wow. she, yeah, she was amazing. So I think that was a great, you know, first guest to, to really kick it off with. And that's really how we choose the guests is pretty much their stories, you know, being mm-hmm. inspiring that they have something amazing to share. And so uh, second guest was someone that you probably know by the name of Cam Kashani, who, you know, she, they call her the godmother of Silicon Beach. (laughs) They don't call her that for nothing. Um, But she was really, really amazing. Probably one of my favorite talks, um, you know, thus far. And a lot of people left that event very, very inspired. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't get on the, the Forbes, you know, 17 women in tech, most influential women in tech list <laughs> for for nothing. So she she was there. She was um, on the startup grind Hollywood stage. And then we also had uh, Devin Johnson, who is the COO and president of Uninterrupted, LeBron James's mm-hmm. digital media startup. And then our last guest was Julian Mitchell from Forbes. He is a you know has a column Get Paid to Be Yourself and is also uh, an award winning content creator. He's on you know Beats and. Uh, he has his like a, a corner office. It's called corner office. Not he has an actual corner office <laughs> in the beats, but he has uh, he has something called corner office on beats. And he got to carry the torch for the Olympics, which I think oh, was. Wow. Yeah. So pretty amazing people all in their own right, all doing, you know, different amazing things. Yeah. And you said you, the fifth event is coming up soon. The fifth event is coming up soon, and we're going to actually have Blake Ricciardi, who is the uh, CEO and co-founder of Streetwear, the very epic streetwear brand, may I add, uh, Popular Demand. Uh-huh. So started off with four, you know, four T-shirt designs, and it's just you blossomed into a or I blossomed is like too feminine of a word for Blake and Popular Demand. It's a streetwear brand, so. Come on, Jamila. Exploded. <laughs> exploded is much better. Okay. So popular demand exploded with these four t-shirt grinds. Uh, they have four t-shirt brands. They have Diddy. They have, you know, everybody wearing their brand. Like a lot of people. And so it's very, um, very epic in pop culture. He's going to be hitting the stage March 22nd. Uh-huh. And then um, we're going to have Jonathan Chakran from Me Undies in April. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we have some pretty... We have some pretty, 
you know, some pretty amazing people coming up. Yep. And so how, so do, um, for people who want to attend the event, how do they, how do they find information? What, what does that look like? They could go to startupgrind.com backslash Hollywood for all of our, um, specific events. And if you just want to just, you know, kind of troll the startup grind site to find out more information about the organization, about our partnership with Google for entrepreneurs. And if there's one in your city, you know, because all of the, the startup grind chapters are, are, are super inspiring. You can go to just startupgrind.com and punch in your city and see if there's one there. But, you know, for, for, for us, um, because we definitely shine bright in Hollywood, you know what I yeah, mean? You, got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go to startupgrind.com backslash, uh, Hollywood. And you can also follow us on, uh, Instagram at startupgrind Hwood. Short to the point. H-wood. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so, um, we were talking a little bit before the show about, uh, kind of how you got inspired to do this. Um, yes. And you're, you have a unique background, which is, uh, you know, kind of in PR and um, makes it more likely that you'll succeed in this, right? And you're already succeeding. Um, but what, <laughs> uh, what, share a little bit about your story in terms of uh, coming to Startup Grind. Okay. Well, the good thing about, uh, definitely about having a background in PR is once, you know, the product and the company launches, you do kind of know how to spread it out there and get mm-hmm. the word out there. Uh, but I definitely don't have, you know, the tech. I'm not the the super techie. I don't have a background in tech, which was actually exactly what inspired me to get involved with Startup Grind because I, I noticed that I, me being a creative, I have a lot of ideas in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I figured I was looking for ways to really insert myself into the space and educate myself about it, get uh, involved with like-minded individuals and, you know, kind of just meet people that were in that space. And so I came across Google for entrepreneurs and then I saw startup grind and I, you know, started looking around on the, on the site, just like I was telling you people to do uh, (laughs) a few minutes ago. And I wanted to go to an event myself. That's really actually how it kind of started. I was looking for resources, you know, in tech, because as I was saying, my, that's not my background. And I noticed that there wasn't one specifically in my area. There was one in Los Angeles, um, AKA Silicon beach where we're (laughs) closer to where we are here. And so I was inspired to create a chapter in Hollywood for the people, the folks that live in Hollywood, the Valley, downtown LA, central kind of areas who can't really, you know, get over to that, that this side of town in the two hour traffic. Right. And uh-huh. so, um, I went through the process, the interview process and, um, and got approved to start my own chapter. And, and here I am. What, and what's the, what's the interview process to start your own chapter? Cause you got, there's some, right. There's a lot of right. entrepreneurship happening there. Like you you made that sound simple, but it doesn't sound as simple as you, right. made, it, as you well, made it sound. Yes. And it's for, for the city, because there already was one, you know, in Los Angeles, it's like, you have to demographically, it has to, you know, make sense to, uh, the folks up at startup grind HQ. Um, but the process was pretty much like it was probably about a three week to a month process where mm-hmm. I had to they basically make you put together a business plan for your chapter because yeah. the way they look at it is your chapter is your startup. Right. So as a part of the Google for Entrepreneurs, because it's a Google for Entrepreneurs initiative, your chapter is your startup. So when you are, you know, putting together a 
startup or you have an idea to, to launch a business, as you know, with your, you know, with your company, uh, Magic Links, you, the first, one of the first things that you do is put together a plan, right? Put yeah. together, you know, your mission statement, um, how, and, and step by step, you want to show the investors, hey, how, how am I going to roll this out? How am I going to, you know, make this company work and um, give statistics on why it would work and, and that whole thing. So I pretty much had to fill out their application process that was, designed like a business plan and it was mm-hmm. laid out like a business plan. So I essentially created a business plan for uh, Hollywood, the ecosystem that was there, how I can make an impact, why I wanted to make an impact, you know, in the first place, what speakers I would have and how I thought it would help uh, the ecosystem in Hollywood and yeah. what I could contribute to that. And then I also uh, did a blog post on my city and um, some of the improvements that I would like to see. And then I did a video chat with the global team, a video interview uh, process. And then they made me wait. (laughs) (laughs) They made me wait about uh, a week uh, or two before they got back. Maybe it was about a week to get back to me to let me know that, you know, I was approved. Well, that at least someone's reading it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. And so, so um, I'm interested in the why. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us more about that. The why, um, besides the, the, that people uh, from, from Hollywood and the Valley don't want to drive in traffic, um, it's pretty much just, you know, like I was saying before, is because there was limited resources, you know, mm-hmm. on that side of town. And every time I run into someone that's in entertainment, they're doing something in tech, um, there was just a lot of limited resources as far as events that were specifically targeting the areas of entertainment um, crossing over into tech uh-huh. um, because either the events that they were going to maybe were like all tech or um, I don't know. It just seemed like it was a, you know, it was a good idea. And the more that I talked to people, they were saying, I've been waiting for something like this and, yeah. you know, in our, in our area, I've been looking for something like this. And mostly what it was, was just to help people, Yeah, you know, just to provide resources and provide somewhere for people to go when they're, when they're looking for help with their company. And so do people pay to attend the events? Yes. That, that's they do. the business model? Yeah. They do. Um, <clears throat> and so are you recruiting the, the attendees are other entrepreneurs generally as well, or people who want to be entrepreneurs or, or a mix of a mix of all the above. It's yeah. Uh, it could be, you know, we have a lot of entrepreneurs that are currently building their company. We have a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs. We have a lot of people that work nine to five jobs that are building their company on the side. Yeah. Um and and then we have, you know, a mix of also investors that attend the event that are looking for the next hot thing, the next fresh startup. Um, so they might come there, you know, to see who they can, who they can meet and connect with. Yeah. So we talked a little bit before the show as well about um, on the investor side that kind of there needs to be more female investors. Um, is yes. that something, is that, um, I, so I'll share an experience I had recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just about closing around for my company, but I went to present to, uh, an investor group, not in LA in another city. I won't give it away. Um, but I walk into the room and there were 18 men. That was it. Sounds like a story that I hear often. (laughs) Yeah. And, and as a male, right, that's different for me, certainly dramatically different than Mm -hmm. if it would be, than if I was a woman founder. Um, but I, I, I felt that, uh, you know, 80% of my business is, is for women, women on our team, et cetera. So, um, it was interesting to me to mm-hmm. see that and to be in a room of all men right. making a decision on whether they want to invest. And just like, there's, there's like one 
common theme of masculine that is coming from that line of questioning that's missing out on so much. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I'm wondering, I mean, do you see there there is some change happening, um, but it seems like they're more in new firms that are being started by women, uh, investment firms, um, or it seems like it, like the change is happening, not within the system, but as a whole new structure outside of the current system. I don't know if you see that as well or. Well, I want to agree with also what you said earlier about the awareness, you know, Mm -hmm. has, has, has significantly increased, um, there's always a women founders, you know, panel. Even at Startup Grind, we do Female Founders Month, which is coming up in May, mm-hmm. where we have, you know, we interview uh, specifically female founders. I put, you know, female founders on throughout the year, but that's what it is uh, for, for May for us. That's our way, you know, the organization's way of celebrating female founders. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's definitely a big, big increase in the awareness. Um, but I'm reading an article, you know, like, Every other day also like, hey, women, you know, founders and VCs, we're still not where we want to be as far as women getting funding. And, you yeah. know, the VCs are out here looking for women funded companies or men are out here looking for women funded companies. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just a matter of time before that gap is being closed. But, the you know, I'm really ecstatic to see all of the the women empowerment. It's like it's definitely like a women empowerment era right now. That's that's kind of you know, what it's all about. So I'm excited to to see some of that change come to fruition. And the way that we do that is we just, we just keep on going and we keep getting louder and louder Yeah, <laughs> with our voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the, yeah. the, the great thing is that we have a voice. Yeah. And that, yeah. And, and um, the institutional structures are having to, li- are being forced to listen to it in part. I think some of the tech trends are driving that right. Where, a lot of the suppression of voice was around uh, access to tell a story and some sure. of, and like, right, Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. there's all these platforms where the story can actually be told instantly. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, what I'm hearing also, too, in addition to that is like when I go to a female, you know, uh, panel, some of the women are saying, I will be happy when we get to the day where I don't have to be sitting on a female panel. It can just be an entrepreneur's panel. You know what I mean? So I'm not really sure specifically how far we have to go to get there. Um, But I do know there's some great benefits out there that, you know, make it really, you know, really beneficial to be um, led by, you know, a woman, a woman led business. Um, Yeah. And if you're 51% controlling owner in a women-led business, then, you know, there's great benefits out there. So everybody should definitely be looking for, like, get it while it's hot. We're in the women empowerment <laughs> stage, and this is what you get for women-led companies. So, yeah. so yeah, there's there's definitely all of those resources out there. You just have to kind of dig. Yeah. You know, and, and I think there's them. I think there's some data, and I'm, I'm not going to, I need to find the exact source on this to get it right, but I, I think <laughs> there's actually data that shows that uh, you know, founding teams that have, uh, that are a mix of men and women, um, and investment funds where there's women as senior partners making, making the decisions Mm -hmm. that there's actually outperformance, uh, in those companies. Um, and so, so if nothing else, right. For the, like, you know, super capitalists of the world Mm -hmm. who are like, I don't care about anything else other than my bottom line return. Mm -hmm. It's actually a better investment to, to be more mindful about, uh, females as, as a part or as leadership, right. In, in those, uh, opportunities. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that might have to do 
something with the superpowers that we get granted when we become moms Uh, (laughs) (laughs) or just, you know, I'm saying I'm a mom myself and I Uh I do know that it definitely forces you to be um, more organized and it forces you to be more creative and a lot of things and managing time. So that's, that's one aspect. I know not all, you know, not all of the women entrepreneurs are moms, but um, that's just another trend that I've been reading articles on. Like, hey, this is the reason why moms make the best entrepreneurs yeah. or the best female founders. Yeah. Just to, you know, point that out there. <laughs> one, of, <laughs> one of those superpowers, right? If there's like a car, like you guys can actually, a, a woman, a mom can actually lift a car. If, if her baby's if it, if under there, baby, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mama bear, you Mama know, bear. that strength kicks in <laughs> because it's like, that's, you know, that's my child. I don't play yeah. about my child. Yeah. And I think it's kind of the same instinct for your business. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like, I don't, I don't play about my, you know, about my business or my child yeah. or my money. And those are yeah. all kind of intermingled together. <laughs> so definitely. Yes. Yeah. Well, with that, I think, uh, I think it's about time to wrap. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. I've had a great time conversing with you today. Thank no, you so this, much. This was a great chat. A good way to spend a rainy, uh, rainy Friday afternoon in Santa Monica. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you. UpGuard, one of my favorite companies in Mountain View, combines asset discovery, security ratings, and vendor questionnaires for the only complete cyber risk solution. Not only do they keep us safe online, they empower women in tech internally. They Focus on hiring female engineers to make sure that we rise to the top. So I welcome you to take a look at their job opportunities from Mountain View to New York, New York to Sydney, Australia. They are a company worth exploring. Their mentorship culture is magnetic. Mention the Women in Tech podcast when you apply. Just as they celebrate women in tech, we want to celebrate you too. So make sure to let us know when you've reached out to UpGuard and we'll make sure to feature you on the Women in Tech social channels. We believe in you. UpGuard.com. Visit them for yourself. You'll see exactly what I mean. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you, the community. To support Women in Tech, if you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.